Well, g'day, guys. Welcome back to the Couch Critics. It's been quite a while since we've posted a video, so you might need a reminder that I'm Sog and uh, Brad's there in the yellow. So welcome back. I'm only joking. It's the other way around. Thanks for joining us, Sog. I don't know how long it's been. It's probably been about four, six weeks. Lots happened uh, since we've last recorded a video. I went over to Europe and Asia to, you know, enjoy some football, enjoy some much cooler weather. What have you been up to, mate? Yeah, just had a second kid, so looking after a kid on on holidays, and that's good fun, chasing my toddler around while Mm. my wife looks after, uh, yeah, our daughter. So, yeah, it's been a bit hard to to think about doing a video, so it's nice to be back. Yeah, well, it'll be really exciting to see that daughter um, pulling on some boots for the Matildas in about 17, 18 years' time. So, oh, 15. She, she's she's going to be right. She's, she, she's going to go early. Okay, that's good. Awesome. <laughs> um, also, um, you got up to a bit of action down at Ultra Football in the off-season as well <laughs> with yeah. all the uh, the top-rated uh, football content creators. That's why I wasn't there. Yeah, that's wasn't they waited until you left the country and then thought, yeah, now we'll do it. Yeah, yeah no, a bit, um, bit of fun, actually. And... Mm. You know, nothing too serious. There's a couple of people on the internet who get their knickers in and not over those kind of things. And, you know, where's this person? It was just a bit of fun and, um, yeah, really enjoyable and scored a couple of goals. There were many goals scored. And, were you um, facing Joe K? Is that how you got all your goals? <laughs> uh, it was good to meet Joe K and Lockie from Coast Watch Football mm. and, and the lads from Front Page Football, mm. uh, JD from Sydney FC good fella and new jets football uh little harry 14 year old put it all together so it was really cool stuff um yeah really enjoyable day and um yeah on unite round as well which is, is a good fun we'll, we'll chat about that in a in a little bit as well yeah well let, let's get straight into the football we haven't talked about obviously football for a while because it's been some time since we put out a video or a pod do you want to start with the unite round or do you want to talk like we're about halfway in the season so we could start there or we could start with the unite round what do you want to do Oh, let's start with the Unite round. It's, it's a bit of fun, something different for yeah. Australian football, something. Uh, but look, whether you think it was a success on its own, way better than the Sydney Grand Finals. Like, yeah. even though the attendances weren't amazing, let's mm. be honest, that, you know, could have been better. Still, like 30,000 more people than turned up to both Grand Finals put together. So, you know, that's that's a positive. Mm. Yeah, better for New South Wales, better for the A League. Mm. Um, so yeah, and it was cool just to see people from all the teams kind of there and and supporting, and people made a holiday of it. And I think it is the kind of thing that can grow in yeah. a given space. And and things like you know the content creators match, but other events, it it definitely felt a little, particularly that you know the official A League side of things, a little rushed. Um, yeah. but give it time, give it some proper attention, some proper love. Could be a really cool thing um, to to have events around it, to have you know proper fan areas, um, mm. yeah, get people involved. So yeah, I, I think you know next year we'll be in Sydney again, obviously because of the three year deal. But after that, it's hard to take it around because you know, unfortunately, like unlike AFL, we don't have multiple stadiums in you know a couple of cities that are built for football but um you know it, it could be held in melbourne it could be held elsewhere you know maybe not the ideal stadiums but it could be a really fun actually yearly event for for the a-league so i think overall it was a pass is better than what we had so i think that's a win mm. 
obviously you were overseas, so you only kind of got the the social media experience. Yeah, and, and of course, we all know that what's on social media, that's the true representation of the majority of the fans. That's right. Um, there was some good good stuff you read, you know, like people meeting up and hanging out and just chilling with other people, which is just always a good vibe. Um, like I said, like, like you said, I think it's got potential, but mm. needs a lot of work done off field. I think I had a bit of a, a say on uh, Twitter as well that um, the crowds were okay. They could have been better. They could have been worse as well. And I did say, like, people saying, oh, what about the NRL and the AFL? I said, let's be honest. Yeah, they doesn't have the draw card to pull in packed out stadiums. Um, no one in Sydney is going to pack out a game between Perth and Brisbane. Yeah, that's just the reality of it, and that's how it is, you know. But you know, people in Adelaide would pack it out to go watch Collingwood and Richmond. I, but we don't, we don't have that draw power, uh, draw card, and and that that's fine. Um, that's fine. But yeah, I think what I'd like is if they're going to do it again next year, I want in the next couple of weeks them to set a date because they can be like, sweet January, yeah, whatever, thirteenth to fifteenth next year. Sweet, that's when it's going to be. I'm going to put it in my calendar particularly for those people that come from other states, they can put it in and say, yeah, I'm going to plan that. I'm going to make a week of it, you know, yeah. and real spend the time in there. But, yeah, I think it was the off-field stuff. It was just disappointing. It was it was rushly organized. Obviously, it was a, a late replacement to the grand final. It's better than having that grand final deal. Um, but hypothetically saying if we never had the drama with the grand final um, – and then they brought in a Unite round. I don't know if I would have been a particular, uh, a big fan of the idea, but mm. it's here now. I actually probably don't mind it. Um, I'm okay with it in Sydney. Like you said, there's not many options or other cities we can take to it that have the facilities. Sydney is probably the ideal place to have it for now. Brisbane, well, not with the state of Lang Park. Melbourne, I know you said off air before there's potential they could take it to Docklands as well, but um, I, I, I think Sydney's the ideal place uh, to have it yeah. at the moment. Um, I don't know if it's worth having the women at the same time as well, um, because I think you want to try and get to as many games in reality, reality, you want to get to all games in the competition. And when you have the men and the women all at the same time, it's hard to get to all the games. So I don't know whether they want to do that over um, two weekends, but I think it's a cool idea. Um, that they're having them all together at once as well at the same time. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I um, yeah, one thing that I guess stood out to me was the off-field stuff just wasn't quite put together properly. Like there was mm-hmm. no real organisation of travel in between. Say if you want to go to a yeah. match in Leichhardt and then quickly duck across to the SFS, you know, that wasn't possible um, mm. There was no real combination of the men's and women's. The, mm. the scheduling seemed a little bit off. So, yeah, they, they can definitely up those kind of things. Um, yeah, around the stadium, there, there wasn't really much. There was barely any food at Parramatta on the Friday night, apparently. Um, yes, yeah, so, some things like that just kind of, you know, mm. the, the you know hotel deal that they announced. And then when people tried to book it, you know, the hotels wouldn't accept that. So, yeah, off off field it needs to to be better. Yeah, book it in for next year. Say this is when it's happening, and I think also some that's just it's interesting is is next year 
you know, we've got Auckland coming in and oh, yeah. still rumours that Canberra are going to be good to go, although the longer it goes, the, the less I'm confident mm-hmm. of that. But if Canberra are in, we could go to a full yeah, season of 26 matches next season and then still have Unite round as a 27th. Now, some people have said, oh, that's the perfect, you know, that's when you could put your third derbies. I don't like that idea because I think when you say it's a derby weekend, so Sydney play Western Sydney, that's all fine if it's in Sydney, but what if Melbourne City are playing against Melbourne Victory mm. in Sydney? Like that that doesn't work. Like you, it, you know, it seems like it undersells the derby. Yeah. Like, That's right. I, I feel like I want the Melbourne Derby fixtures. in Melbourne. I want that as a standalone fixture. Same with the Sydney Derby, but I don't want to double up with anything. I just want it to be that. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that's the best idea, although it does go some way to resolving the why do we have to have three derbies, which I like, I agree. Hopefully next year, you know, this is slightly off the Unite round, but hopefully Canberra come in and next year it is just a 26 round. Or, or, you know, Unite Round makes 27, but yeah. not derbies. And you just have the two derbies mm-hmm. between those teams. I, it won't happen because the A-League wants money. So they'll find a way to get three derbies out of it because mm-hmm. those matches attract more fans. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is what it is. And I, I think another thing I would like to see is a discount for members. Some yeah. people are saying, oh, all members should have got in free. And I'm like, well, in a perfect world, that'd be fantastic. But... Also, a business is not going to give away all those tickets for free. Um, But I I think a a kind of discount for the the regular fans would have been good as well. But hopefully they can work on it if this is what they're going to continue with. And I think it's a concept that can work and it's a great tradition that could last, but it's whether they want to put in. Yeah, absolutely. Just one final thing, and and maybe this is not a popular opinion, but lots of people were saying, oh, there's too many away jerseys for the round. You know, mm. why aren't teams wearing their home jerseys? But I actually think the Unite round is the perfect round for every team to wear their third kit. No one wears a home. No one is the home team. You know, Sydney and yeah. Wanderers were the away team in their own stadium so that mm. members couldn't get in for free. Um, but, like, that's the perfect round, I think, for yeah. everyone to wear their third kit and, and all, you know, create a Unite round kit. Yeah. That's, you know, special round. Uh, sell the jerseys of every team at every stadium and, you know, create a bit of fun around it. That that could be a really colourful kind of weekend for, for that kind of thing. So I reckon that'd be fun. But, you know, that's my last uh, Unite round mm. idea for now. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously like a, I think about a week after all that Unite round, uh, there was a, a crap ton of redundancies at the APL. And I know that news is a bit old now, but, it, you know, um, as someone that works in the media, not that kind of sports media, but uh, – I think it just always sucks to see so many people lose their job. I think in any industry, it just it sucks to see so many people losing their job and really good people that really want to work the best for football. But, um, you know, it's, it seems like the APL, and I think we always probably thought that the APL was investing way too much into keep up. And I guess at the end of the day, the right decision has been made because there's just way too much money into keep up. And, you know, this... Was this uh, Danny Townsend's idea to invest that much into it? And it might just be another reason uh, for the football public to dislike him. Um, yeah. Look, I, I think I think 
yeah, that's right. It, it sucks that people lost their jobs and mm. hopefully they, they all move on into to good roles. Mm. I think one of the disappointing things is just the, the state of football in this country. It just it just doesn't get consumed. Like I'm not sure why, but people are not as interested in A League content. Um newspaper kind of they don't really want it. Um so you know, it was cool that Keep Up. I think the idea behind Keep Up was, well, let's let's invest and in, and show how good football mm. media can be, and that will up the standards. and And things like um, All Access last year was was fantastic, and it really was a step up in in content yeah. for the A leagues. But but that didn't draw the the financial kind of pull and and the the clicks mm. that should have. And maybe that's because some of the articles weren't amazing, you know. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I think the con like the the articles were fine. It's just maybe the amount of staff, but also I just yeah, yeah, probably too many staff doing. It. And the, like like you talked about that um the all access that was by far the best and most exciting. I don't think anyone I, I saw complain about it. Like it was fantastic content and. Unfortunately, it's just like yeah, it just wasn't getting the clicks, and I think the the content we consume in Australian football right now is, if we want to talk about Australian football, is the Matildas and yeah. Ange Postecoglou, and then it's European football. People aren't consuming the A League at the level they're consuming the Premier League. Yeah, that's a reality. Not the general sucks. public. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. so how do we get the general public to care about the A-League? Yeah. It's a million-dollar question we've been asking for 20 years. <laughs> That's right. Marquees probably help. Long-term, do they help? Probably not, but I'll definitely get a few more views. So it's it's a, it's a bit of a conundrum. And um, Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. It was a great idea. Well, you could have said potentially it was a good idea to, to throw everything in to keep up. Maybe being a bit more conservative was right. I think it was Sean Millicamp, the um, CEO of the Mariners, was um, talking to Marty Mariner, I think it mm. is, who runs his pod, and and essentially said the clubs think this is the right decision um, because it's just not sustainable, that kind of money. And so yeah. um, I hope we don't see a real drop-off in quality, though. Like I, I hope we don't see absolute radio silence in terms of articles actually covering the A-League. Like it, we still need to have media at yeah. A-League games and, and, and covering and, and doing a good job, but maybe we need to figure out a, a new way of doing that and keep up wasn't quite the right one. So mm-hmm. we keep going, you know, and, and there's plenty of fan-based things just like we are um, trying to do their thing to, to promote the A-League. And so, yeah. um, you know, support the ones that you like. Yeah. And there are a lot of fantastic um, community run uh, programs. Uh, yeah. Maybe not ours, but uh, people <laughs> like uh, Coast Watch um, and and the guys at uh, Front Page Football. Um, yeah. I know JK as well. Like those are just a few that come to mind. There, there's a there's a lot of good uh, content out there and it really helps to get around that and support that because they're doing a great job. They're just trying to promote the comp that they love. And, and the sport that they love. And so, but you know, it, it's our job to, to be pointing the hard fingers at the APL, though. You know, this podcast, we, we should be getting in contact with the APL and 
and pointing the fingers. Not those, not those um, award-winning. Jer- no, jer- no, don't worry about that. That's no. it's our job. It's our job. But um, <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, we um, tried to get Danny Townsend on here, but uh, probably never saw the email. He was already booked by some other. He was already swimming in his Saudi cash. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably a good time to uh, move on to the half halfway kind of point. Yeah, of just about, and, yeah. And just kind of chat, you know, it doesn't seem, I, I mean, just as we say, this Melbourne City have just finished uh, 1-0 ahead of Adelaide, so okay. a couple of days late um, at time of recording. But, um, yeah, the, the league looks quite open, Bradley. Like, who, who at this point do you think can go on and win? Obviously, Melbourne victory unbeaten so far mm. at time of recording before Sydney FC knock them off in the uh, blue. And uh, Wellington Phoenix sit top of the league. Um, that's something that happened actually since we last recorded. Um, we found out that oh, the, the ladder oh. and uh, that uh, football manager knew that it was mm. wins first and not goal difference. Mm. No one in the A League, including the coaches, apparently knew that it was wins first. But so Wellington Phoenix sit top of the ladder. That's the thing. Who who's going to win the league? At, you know, at this half point. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the like. We could sit down and we could talk about probably six or seven teams that you know on their day could genuinely win the grand final. Um. The the cop out answer for me would just to be say oh yeah it'll probably be victory because you know they're undefeated they're up the top of the ladder, um, and Wellington for me year on year out I'm just like how are they doing this well maybe I should give them credit, um, like yeah like Wellington at top obviously victory undefeated the Wanderers are woefully inconsistent but on their day are great to watch the Mariners the Mariners are actually in really good form. Undefeated in their last five. After that slow start, they've really come on well. City as well, after a slow start, they're getting better and better. I I, I think MacArthur's a half-decent team. Um, Sydney have won Sydney four have, in the last five games. Yeah, Sydney, you know, when they're on, they're on. But, you know, they were still pretty dreadful at the start of the season. Yeah, um, yeah Adelaide as well started well, but they've, they've dried up a bit and... I think when you probably get to the bottom four, you could probably potentially write those off. But then, then Brisbane started quite well. Yeah. And Jets. then after that 8-1 okay. loss, they just <laughs> fell apart. Well, probably before when they lost um, Ross Ross Aloisi as well. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's really competitive, uh, which is great to see for the league. I think, like last year, you probably thought, yeah, City, City are looking the hot team. And, yeah, they did... We- did finish uh, the 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 season top of the ladder, but right now I'm just I'm not convinced by anyone at the moment. I think it's it's very much open amongst those top eight teams, probably. Like that, they're all a good shout. But yeah. um, yeah. What do you think? Is there any clear cut favorite, or is it just a bunch of team that that are a chance? Well, I think I've given up on tipping this year already because. Just every week, I mean, it's it's the beauty of the A League, right? We sometimes bemoan the salary cap, you know, but genuinely this season it is so even mm. across the board. And yes, Melbourne Victory haven't been beaten yet, but teams can net, you know, nick a draw. You look at you know Western Sydney Wanderers who are you know 
having a great season again. Uh, and then Perth come and knock them off 1-0 in their first away win in like over a year. Um, the Jets, you know, can pop up and score three goals in a weekend. Um, mm. Apostolos Stamatolopoulos is, you know, like the second Come top scorer in the league. Like, mm. I think genuinely it's an exciting league and it's so close. Like, you know, the points difference from top 25 points for Wellington Phoenix down to the sixth place with MacArthur is four points. Mm. Like, that's wild. And then it's it's only three points down to, to Sydney and Adelaide and Brisbane just a point behind that. Like it's incredible that there's there's nine points between tenth and first. And mm. um, so with half the season left, you know, you, you'd be a very brave man to put a bet on anyone. Mm. Um yeah, and, and I think that's just been fantastic. There's no one team that has just been dominant in every game they've played that you just go, yeah, they're not losing this this season, or they're not, you know, they're gonna be hard to beat. I think everyone looks at everyone and goes, yeah, we could have a crack at them. And um, mm. I, I think that just makes for, for entertaining A-League. Like it, On field, the A-League, best league in the world. Off field, we're an absolute shambles, an absolute basket case, and we're the best league in the world. So, you know, who I, – I seriously don't know. If you like drama, if you like sport, if you like just bonkers – how how do you not love the A League? I, I love the A League. It's what what a league. <laughs> uh, it's it's one of a kind, that's for sure. <laughs> it's um you know not as good as the Uzbek League though that pro- produced you know eighteen players for the Uzbekistan national team that drew with Australia though. Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk about the Socceroos, brother? You you went to yeah, Qatar and you got to see the Socceroos play against Syria. Yeah. How was that experience? I saw your face on the TV multiple times. <laughs> Would have been beautiful. Would have broke the camera. Yeah, we were probably out now a number. There was probably hundred of us. Oh, uh, there was neutrals there supporting us, but uh genuine Aussies there was probably fifty to hundred, and then there was about nine thousand Syrians <laughs> and a whole bunch of neutrals. So yeah. Great to beat them. It's always uh great to beat Syria. Um the grassland was looking good. There was no investigations needed. Um, yeah, good to get the win, but, uh, it's just woeful. Like, oh, not woeful. Like, yeah, we understand, like, they love a low block. They're hard to break down. And to be fair, it's always hard to break down a team that puts in a low block. And, you know, we've been in Asia for close to 16, 17, 18 years now. And we know nothing's a given in Asia. We're not playing Fiji. We're not playing Samoa every week. We're playing teams that, a dogged and play hard. Yeah. But just sometimes I think, you know, some of our players, the way we play, it doesn't inspire me a lot. Um, it's good to see Gethwin Jones get dropped, come at me, Bolton <laughs> fans. Um, but, you know, he's not the only one. Like, there's a few others in there that I think, you know, Arzi Bayich, like, has he done his time? Jackson Irvine, we love the vibes, but boy, man, like, get to work on your touch. Um, I've been yeah. impressed with our centre backs, Suta and Kai Rolls. I think they're guaranteed starters every week. Well, besides that, yeah, I'm not being wowed too much. I've actually enjoyed Bruno Fonaroli. He comes on and 
plays his guts out, but um, yeah, I just haven't been wowed by the team. Yeah, look, I, part of me just says, like, if you've watched Australia for the last 15 years in Asia, how are you surprised by this? Like, we've just got to grind out these results. We're not losing. We've topped our group yeah. for the like, second time at the Asian Championship. Like, I think people still, Australians are we're a bit too cocky. Like we underestimate just how good Asian football is. You only have to see the quality of the Asian champ, like the Asian league compared to AFCON right now. And to see like just how good football in Asia really is Hmm. right across the board. There's strong teams. Tajikistan are in their first ever Asian cup and they've qualified, you know, there's, there, there isn't easy teams and yes, they're going to sit and and low block us, and mm. you know that's on us to get to get through that. But if we can nick a goal, we top the group. You know, I take that. And it's actually in these next games. You know, we were talking about this just before. It's not the games against the Indies that we look great. It's actually the the times where we've got to play our heart out. You know, look at the World Cup. Mm. We weren't expected to win a game. And those are the games we shined in, you know, yeah. could have done a little bit better against France, but, you know, Denmark, knock them off, you know, easy. Argentina, push them right to the end. So, uh, you know, maybe the the draw looks a bit nicer for us because Japan struggled. They lost to Iraq. Uh, South Korea lost the game as well. So it's not smooth sailing for all the big teams in Asia. And, and it's actually worked out in our favour. We might play some of these easier teams. And if we 1-0 our way the all the way through to the final and then knock off Saudi Arabia, then I'll take it. Absolutely. You know, Ange Postacoglu doesn't look at that Asian like Asian Cup trophy that he has and think yeah. Yeah, it was a piece of piss. Like, you know, we saw that interview. Someone discredits it. He goes, that, that's, that's a legitimate trophy. That's, you know, I won that thing yeah. and I have to work hard for it. And so... I think that's what I've enjoyed about Australia is they got the results. Have I enjoyed watching the football? Yeah, it's well. Let's be honest. Have you? It's pretty easy to go to sleep with a newborn. Um, but but we're winning. Like I, I wouldn't be complaining. Yeah, yeah, we are winning. We've topped the group and. People say, oh, yeah, but we've avoided Japan until the final. I said, yeah, but we haven't got to the final yet. So, <laughs> yeah, like we, we could either play Indonesia or Palestine, and on paper we should be rinsing those teams. I think Palestine has just vibes. They have yeah the whole situation that's going on in their country right now. The that's that's all they have. But <laughs> in saying that, that, that that's a that's a good motivator for them. Yeah. Indonesia, don't think they have the same thing. Hey, they got some good footballers, good technical footballers. Like uh, again, you say we should rinse these teams, but oh, on paper we should, on, but in reality we won't. <laughs> we should have rinsed India on paper, but yeah, that's right. You know, these nations will do the low block, and it'll be hard to break down, and it's up to to Graham Arnold to unlock them and, and the players. You know, we found a way in each of those games. I, I think there's, I don't know, so there's people who love beautiful football and that's... Yeah, watch the Premier League. 
yeah, yeah, good on you. Uh, I think ugly football is beautiful. That's what makes football beautiful because you, you just if we if we win the Asian do. Cup, I will say yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah but exactly. If we like, go out on pens to Palestine, it's the worst thing ever. People like to say, oh, if my team went out there and and played like Man City and lost six nil, I'd still be happy. No, you wouldn't. Results are what make you happy in football. Results are what matters. At the end of the day, I don't give two craps about how nicely we pass the ball in between our two centre-backs and our inverted centre-wing-back. I care we put the ball in the back of the net and we get the three points and we take it and we go through to the next round. Like That's, that's football is you win and you're the winner. Like So... That's what I care about Australia. And and at the moment, we look good for that. Like, mm. we're not a beautiful team. We don't particularly well. But at the end of the day, we get the ball in the back of the net once. And we, we're we not going to concede a goal against an Indonesia or a, or a Palestine. Like, You'd think not. People. Harry Suter will just, you know, and, you know, Jackson Irvine will score a toe poke in the other end. And, you know, lovely. See you next time. What do you think of the pen against Uzbekistan? Deserved? <laughs> the the penalty that Australia won. Yeah. Absolute. Yeah, that's terrible. For Uzbekistan, like, that sucks. Like, there's never a pen. Yeah, never. but... The fact yeah. that he keeps the ball, passes it, and the guy, you, you know, then we miss a shot as well. Yeah. And Yangi didn't even... None of, the, none of the players yeah. put their hand up for it. In yeah. our defence, Uzbekistan should have been down to 10 men. How good's VAR, though? You know the fact that VAR thought, nah, that's not a denial of a clear goal goal scoring opportunity, but oh yeah, that's a handball. <laughs> so you know, I feel for Uzbekistan that for the pen, but I also don't because they should have yeah. been down to ten men. So anyway, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. how it goes. Some of the calls go your way. Sometimes they don't. So yeah, look at the end. And of the Yengi day- was robbed of his uh his maiden goal. No, he wasn't. That was offside, but still. <laughs> That's it. At the end of the day, we, we top the group and, and we move on. So I think, you know, yeah, you can want more out of the game of football, but we're going to support Australia. We want them to win. That's what's yeah. more. Some people... Well, should, I, should I support the opposition to get Graham Arnold sacked? No, well, I never, never do that. I never do that. That's a genuine question. People, oh, I, yeah, Australia can lose if Arnold... Get, it's not good for football in this country. What's good is us winning and, and getting the prize yeah. money yeah. and the you know the look at us. That's what's good for Australian football. You want to win trophies. You talk yeah. to any player, they don't give a crap. They they want the trophy. Yeah. They want the trophy. Like so yeah, none of this. Oh, I hope Graham Arnold gets sacked and we and we don't win the Asian Cup. If that's you, bugger off. Just <laughs> I've never been a fan, but if you can win us the Asian Cup, yeah. I still probably won't be a fan, but you know, I'll be happy. Hey, Lequip's best football, best manager of the World Cup. He's going to get best manager of the Asian Cup, and uh, we'll have that gold. Well, whatever it takes. Hopefully, it can be a bit prettier. It probably won't be, but that's fine. That's get, fine. Get Riley McGree fit, and maybe we should take him the Wongo, or you know, Aaron Kunda. Bit of fun. No. <laughs> anyway, there's there's a lot of things that could have been done differently, and the formation. Anyway, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not a professional coach. I'll leave it up to Graham Arnold. 
Anyway, so I think as we record, there's still a couple more games to be played. And once they're done, it'll be finalised who we're playing, whether it's being Indonesia. I think if Oman wins, it's Indonesia. And if Oman don't, it's Palestine. Anyway, we'll find out. Uh, we'll already know by the time this video goes live. So It'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, and if we are to beat either Palestine or Indonesia, we'll most likely be playing the Saudis in the quarterfinals. So that... Um, I think we're more than capable for the challenge, but uh, they have old mate who used to coach Man City coaching them, I think. Old mate, yeah. You know, Italian guy, what's his name? <laughs> no idea. You know, when Man City won that, that league with the last kick of the season through Aguero, that Italian manager, you know what I'm talking about? Mancini? Yeah, that might be it. I think he's the coach of Saudi after the uh, that fit guy moved on to coach the French women team. Anyway. I think uh, we've had a pretty good chat here. We're, we're, we're starting to lose the plot here. So yeah. um, get around to the A-League this weekend, whether it's the men or the women. Friday, February 9th, get up to Bathurst and watch uh, the Wanderers take on Newcastle. Good luck trying to find a hotel that night because we've got a massive uh, girls' soccer preseason carnival on. So come up for the night. Get in contact. I might have a room you can, a floor you can crash on as well. Um, but honestly, get out of here. It'll be good fun. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, thanks for joining us uh, for this video. It's uh, great to be back uh, having a chat about some Aussie football. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it, whether you're watching it on YouTube or listening on Spotify or whatever listening device you do have. Do subscribe and comment if you're on YouTube and on Spotify. Just leave us a review and hit us up and let us know what you thought of it. Absolutely. See you. Well, you'll see us in the next video. <laughs> Bye.